Hi, and welcome to the Bad Movie Podcast, hosted by me, Merida Mathis, and me, Alexis Clare. In this podcast, we're going to be watching, reviewing, and ranting about movie franchises and movie remakes. For the inaugural episode of this podcast, we watched the one and only The Fast and the Furious. Okay, so IMDb lists the summary of this film as Los Angeles police officer Brian O'Connor must decide where his loyalty really lies when he becomes enamored with the street racing world he has been sent undercover to destroy. Well, mama, (laughs) we gotta start. My rant, my rave, my love, my everything with the soundtrack of this movie. Every movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, which we will be getting to, but especially this movie, the soundtrack just hits every part in my brain it needs to. It pops every pussy on the blog. <laughs> it just kills. It murders. Especially this one. It's more kind of that early 2000s, pre-9-11. I was going to say it. <laughs> that early... 2001 pre 9 11 rock. But I really like, thought you were gonna. So, from the summary to that, I thought you were gonna talk about your love for Brian. We'll get there. <laughs> That's in a minute. In a minute. But first, because in my notes, my first note is the music rocks and that this is a pre 9 11 movie. I think it also, I mean, I don't want to look this up, but I'm pretty sure. It also came out pre-9-11. June. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, really pre-9-11. <laughs> and it shows. I have I time. think, <laughs> com- compared to the second movie in the franchise, I think there's a difference. I mean, one to two is definitely a happier time. You know I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, for the characters, nobody's, I mean, okay, I wouldn't say nobody. I was like, did 9-11 happen? canonically in the Fast and Furious franchise. We need answers. Because none of these movies take place in New York and never mention New York. They go to London. They go to different countries. Brazil. I say London like London's not a different country. (laughs) (laughs) They go to London and other countries. London, though, is in this country. Obviously. Isn't there like a London, Texas? I think so, yeah. There's definitely Paris, Texas. Yeah. We're getting off track. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My next note for this movie to rant and rave about is the big plot point is that Dom and his crew, his team, the Familia, are stealing DVD players. Why? Why are, like, DVD players that expensive? Um, You making that much money? I mean, I don't remember how much DVD players were. Obviously, I'm older than you. Um... Obviously, to me, not to everybody <laughs> listening, I guess. But, like, they weren't, like, a luxury. Like, <laughs> like not everybody had a DVD player, but it wasn't, like, Ferraris. <laughs> also, in the truck, it shows DVD players and then TV sets with um, VCR tape yeah. stuff in it. Which, like, I had as a youth. I'm young, but I'm not that young. Yeah, like, I'm older than this movie. When they went to the garage and there were like all the DVD players, 
I was like, are you reselling the DVD players? Are you taking them for parts? They never address this (laughs) in the movie. And it really... It really messes with me because I need to know. That's how they make the money is the DVD players. Because in the critical, most just nail-biting scene where Dom and Brian are eating shrimp and Brian is like, I'm poor, I need money, which like he's not. But like Popoff says, I love the undercover act. But he's like, I know what you do. There's no way you put... What was it? Like $150,000 under the hood of these cars without doing something on the side. and selling DVD players. (laughs) Right? Like, your side hustle is selling DVD players. There's no way. Like, at bottom line, like $20 a pop. Right? Yeah. I mean, no. Not $20. $20 a pop today. I couldn't tell you what a DVD player went for in 2001, but more than $20. Well, how many DVD players would you estimate were in those trucks? That's a lot of math (laughs) for two gay people to do right now. (laughs) I mean, I just don't believe it's going to be that much money, and they never... Um, So they buy at one point like a bunch of stuff from Harry's, and it's like... They put it on their bill. And they put it on the tab. Yeah. And, like, I was trying to do the logistics of that. I'm like, there's no way that Dom, because, like, he's like, when Dom races, everybody comes in here and they want everything that Dom has. Exactly. There's no way they make that much money back from what Dom has on his tab. With DVD players? (laughs) There's no way. Because I know when they do their little street races and they pull up, (laughs) we will get to race fours. (laughs) But. When they pull up, they'll just, like, pop out a roll of 20 grand yeah. and be like, let's go, bestie. Let's race. You just got that in cash from play- from selling DVD players. Yeah. I need the receipts. I need the tax forms. I need the WTs. WTs. W2s. I need, <laughs> I the-, need the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I need the 1099s. I need all of it. I need the proof. I know it's written down somewhere. He's got to have a book. My other thing with that, with what you're saying, is, like, if they were reselling DVD players, they'd have way more bills. Like, not, like, bills to pay. Like, dollar bills that they would be holding. Exactly. Like, it would be, like, 5,000 ones. Right? And they do... I have never seen a one in this movie. No. I have never seen a $1 bill. I've only seen 20s, 50s, and 100s. Yeah. I don't even think I've seen a $5 bill. I've never seen change. They I've never seen a quarter. A $75 DVD player. A 75, 69 cent DVD player? Mama, where are the coins? This is the true, like, conspiracy theory of the Fast and Furious universe. I think. Also, not to derail into another conversation, but another thing about money in the Fast and Furious franchise is in the first movie, we get our first full-fledged Brian moment with Dom and Mia and the Toretto family at the family store, the Toretto store that they own and is never brought up in any other movie ever again in the rest of the franchise. I'm thinking about it now critically. I'm critically thinking about this. Mm -hmm. And when they like, I don't want to say get back together, but like they have to, and then like they bring Dom back in. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, at that point, Dom had to be on the run, but couldn't they be like? Mia was still. Well, couldn't that be like part of it? Like we had to sell the store. Yeah, they could have written it in. Like they could have written in like the FBI took it. Yeah. They seized my shit and they took it, but then they didn't take the house, or the garage, any of it. We just never hear. I would never be surprised (laughs) if we ever saw Denise Richardson ever again. I, would ne- I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Toretto Marketing Grill ever again. Like, where's Brian going to get his tuna sandwiches that he never eats on screen because it's a tuna sandwich? I I wish, so I looked through all of the IMDb trivia. I wish there was something in there about how it wasn't even a tuna sandwich because I know it wasn't. I know it was just a piece of bread. Yeah. It was just a piece of bread. <laughs> Absolutely just a piece of bread. Well... My next thing, if we're going to introduce the store and introduce the first scene of Brian meeting the Toretto Familia, not the gang, as would be explained further in the movie. The team. The team. The first thing I have to say is I know Paul Walker was not the bestest of men in real life, but oh my God, is Brian not the cutest little bitch ever in this movie? He is so hot. I mean, really only to me when, like, he's beaten up and thrown around. Which <laughs> says things about me. And we're not... We, we had a discussion that we were not getting into mental health in this podcast. <laughs> but after... I can't remember his name. The other guy. The, like... Vince. Vince. After oh, Vince, Vince has, like, thrown him around. Oh, when Vince calls him... Trigger warning. Yeah. When he calls him a faggot, um, part of me dies hard. Um, to everyone who knows me in real life, if you listen to this podcast, so sorry. That is the worst word to me. Um, as a queer person, oof, it's not the worst word. As a sidestep from that, <laughs> when <laughs> huge trigger warning, and I'm not even going to say it because I am half black. <laughs> Um, but when Ja Rule loses the race to Brian and Dom and... And his very not black girlfriend... Calls him the N-word and says, you ain't win, N-word. Well, if I've not watched this movie probably ten times and never heard that until we watched it. I haven't noticed, like, I feel like... It's like an unedited thing because I yeah. don't remember Vince saying what he said or Monica, yeah. who will live like her name will live forever in my mind. I see her because she said that in my when I close my eyes. I maybe it's because I've only ever watched it on cable TV. Yeah, and we rented it the full movie, and maybe they said, they you said get everything. Here's the whole platter, honey. <laughs> Because, oh, if that didn't just turn me sideways. I never knew Vince said that, and I never knew Monica said that. And it it really blew my mind, you yeah. know? Took you back to that pre-9-11 world. It really did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, Christ. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> so, my favorite part about this movie... As you know, and I think you know what I'm gonna say. Oh Lord! Is that it was essentially gonna be a Saved by the Bell um, film, but not reunion. not a Saved by the, yeah reunion. Yeah. Like 
I can't remember anybody's name but Zach. White boy supremacy. God. I mean, um, I'm going to anyway. flex real quick and just let everyone know I am 22 and I never watched any of Saved by the Bell. Oh, I know. No, that's Degrassi. Never mind. I was going to say Drake was in it, but that's Degrassi. But yeah, essentially, like, everybody in their role in Saved by the Bell would have had the adjacent role in The Fast and Furious. And, like, I don't know that the writer, director, whoever's playing that was, was to make, like this funny Saved by the Bell reunion film. Like, whoever vetoed it, according to IMDb lore, said, we can't do this because people will think it's a Saved by the Bell reunion. Like, <laughs> it didn't cross his mind until somebody else was like, hey, Yo, that's this is crazy. people from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I love that. And also the fact that this was just supposed to be a one-off. I had that in there, too. Like... Nobody thought it was going to make a lot of money. Which is insane. I mean, it's pre-9-11, fast cars, hot women. It's been going on for 22 years now? Hell yeah, mama. About to be fast 10. It's as old as you. Oh my god. I mean, probably when they first started filming. Yeah. You were born. I mean, I was alive when <laughs> I was alive, kicking and breathing, and almost a year old when the first one came out. I mean, it could have taken them a year to film and shoot. That's what I'm thinking. You were born with the Fast and Furious. That's why it's in my blood. <laughs> I will say, not to give credit to the Fast and Furious franchise, but to give credit, um, we have the extended version of one of the movies that we will also be reviewing on our pod. But I did watch a lot of the extended cuts and behind the scenes shit. And when I found out that they make like hand make all of the cars, honestly, it changed something in me. I have a bigger appreciation for at least the behind the scenes. So I knew that, but like, I was wondering if they did that for the first one because it was supposed to be a one-off. Yeah. They also didn't have, like, they had, like, one car explosion. Yeah. Versus in all of the other films where it's, like... I can't remember what the car is now. Not the skyline. The Eclipse. The Eclipse. Oh, Brian's Green Eclipse. Mama, talk about Hornfest. I love that car. It's so good. I would also, while we're there, like to bring in Johnny Tran... Who should have been in other movies. Like, they have so many stupid... Did he die? He didn't die. Yes, he did. Brian shoots him in the side, and then he's like, call 911. I mean, they had so many people come back from the dead, and so many dumb villains throughout the series that, like, bring back hot Johnny Tran. Dude, shout out to the actor who plays Johnny Tran. If you listen to this, (laughs) you're so hot. (laughs) And I hope you're having a great life, man. We are both free and single (laughs) (laughs) on Thursday night. If you would like to hang out with us on Thursday night when we are free. Absolutely. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) He's so... You know... Him and Brian are probably the only people in this movie that I find remotely attractive. And I know it's going to be different for my co-host here as (laughs) they're... (laughs) I'm sitting in silence and shame with my love for Vin Diesel. And I know it's not right. And I don't, I just want to say I don't love Dom. Especially, 
I had a moment in this one where I, I guess I forgot that, like, Dom just, like, messed up a dude so hard that, like, he almost killed him over his dad. That's how I got banned from the tracks. Yeah, like, you know, I don't stand. When you half beat a man with a wrench, wrench, because he... Uh-uh. low-key killed your dad but also not really yeah, like because your dad small. is a racer and so he should know what he's getting into but yeah i'm sorry Ben diesel does it for me i'll never forgive and i will never forget i'm not sorry to you i'm sorry to myself <laughs> i think mia would also be hot if um they did her hair better yeah Gave her some volume, but as it was supposed to be a one-off movie, they said, we don't care who looks hot here. I mean, you know who does look hot. I will give credit. Letty looks very fire in this movie. Her fits are gorge. She's got these flame shoes in, like, like, the the first couple of scenes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgina. Wish I had them. There was something else I was going to say about Mia. I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> it was just... So, within, like, what the Fast and Furious was supposed to be, Brian and Letty were supposed to be a thing. And Michelle Rodriguez said no. Letty would never date a lame dude like Brian. Like, so essentially, like... Letty would never date a cop. Yeah. She was like, no, Brian doesn't have the risk. Um... <laughs> For the listeners, Mary just fully turned away from me. <laughs> the Riz. <laughs> but that makes me question what Mia's role was supposed to be. Because also, all of the fam- fast- oh, all of the Fast and Furious women have been like, hey, this franchise sucks for women, it treats us badly, blah blah blah. And I think Mia's like the shining star of that, and that like, she's before Paul Walker died, even more so, like, just Brian's girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, what was she going to be if she wasn't Brian's girlfriend? Dom's sister? Vince's girlfriend. Ew. Which Vince is, like, the most beefiest man with a 12-year-old mindset that could probably ever exist. My man has zero adult thoughts, zero formed frontal lobes, which... Reminds me, in this movie, believe it or not, Dominic Toretto is supposed to be around the age of 25. Yeah. Brian is supposed to be around the age of 22 to 23, I believe. That's what I found on the internet. They never disclose Mia's age. She doesn't drink alcohol, but she's definitely in that college. So, but with the age of Dominic and their family, she has to be 20, 19, borderline 20, like, she has to be in that 20-year-old age period. There's no way that any of that exists. We're fully blowing proportions away. I could maybe believe Brian was 25, and I would believe that Dom would be 28 in this movie. There's no way Dom is... 25. Also, when did... I mean, they probably give us timelines in the movie. But that makes me think, like, when did Dom kill a man? Like, my man had to be 15. Yeah. 
just 15 out here commit murders. Just murder in the first. He should have been in juvie. So, and they mentioned Brian yeah. going to juvie. Well, Dom did two years in prison. Yeah. So he went to prison prison. So they yeah. either charged him as an adult or he was an adult. Well, they mentioned Brian, like Dom and Brian mentioned Brian going to juvie. But yeah. I wonder if that's faked on like his... It's not. Okay. Because they mentioned it in the second movie too. Okay. About him going to juvie and shit. Because he like grew up in Tucson and... Well, I don't know if he grew up in Tucson. That might be the fake thing. But when he was growing up, he definitely stole cars yeah. and like joyride and everything like that. Because there's no way. He, I was like, there's no way he grew up to be who he was in the first movie without having a juvie record. True. Even though he is a cop now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I did want to bring up something. And that is the side characters in Dom's little familia team that die or do not get brought back or do not get brought back until many movies later. Um, Shout out to the little freaky mechanic dude that I can't remember his name. Jesse. Jesse. My little ADHD weed smoking boyfriend. Nail painted. That's my skinny husband. Like... Pete Davidson before Pete Davidson even knew who he was. I mean, Pete Davidson wishes. I love Jesse. I don't love Pete Davidson. I mean, Pete Davidson was coming into his own. His father just died. He should have been Jesse. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm trying to picture five-year-old Pete Davidson as like Vin, Diesel, Vin Diesel's son in the first one. I didn't even think that Pete Davidson would be that young. Fuck. I mean, I think that would still be a great incorporation. Yeah, I had to think. I had to think about the Toretto's for a second. He would have fit right in. Yeah. But we have Jesse, who unfortunately and very sadly dies at the end of this movie because of his own choices. Uh... He's the one. He started his demise, and he ended his demise. Okay. Look. He got into some situations that he couldn't handle, but if Dom was a real leader, a real Sigma, (laughs) he would have gotten him out of it. Because I have notes about this too, and (laughs) my note on this is neurodivergent bitch with the painted nails at first. (laughs) That was when Jesse first stepped on the scene. And then I have Jesse heart heart. (laughs) And then he's the heart of this movie. And he's, in my opinion, my home. My humble onion. Why Dom starts calling it a familia? I don't know when that starts happening. I can't wait until it did because it doesn't happen in this movie. I feel like it's got to be the third one. But like, I think his loss of Jesse and not being there for Jesse fully went a whole night without looking. I mean, look. Okay, maybe he was trying to steal DVD players. They could be wrong. I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> Talking about myself in third person. They could be wrong. <laughs> Maybe somebody went to look for Jesse, but we did not see it. No, no one and went to go look. Jesse out in the dust. I mean, and that's why Jesse got shot. To give a little context for the situation, <laughs> um, for anyone who's listening to this podcast who hasn't seen Fast and Furious, um, are you living under a rock? But Jesse goes and bets his dad's car while his dad is in prison. 
against a drag race essentially with Johnny Tran. The antagonist, yeah. Yeah. And like my man Tran over here has oodles and oodles of money into his car. And Jesse is a MIT level genius with engines, but he doesn't have that kind of money to spend in his car. And so he loses. Or street smarts. <laughs> or street smarts. My man is a precious little baby that needs to be protected. And, but he loses. And instead of handing over his car in pink slip to Sir Tran, he just leaves, dips, Which I mean, pieces. iconic that he just loses yeah. and drives off the track. Like, give it up to Jesse. <laughs> Claps for Jesse. Um, he's doing the iconic work. Unfortunately, it does lead to his demise because then he shows back up to Dom's place and here comes Johnny Tran and his psycho cousin, Lawrence. Leonard? Lawrence. His name is so. not Leonard. <laughs> in my mind, it's Leonard. I don't... It's not Leonard. I am 90% sure this man's name is Lawrence. Sound off in the comments if we are wrong, <laughs> but it's definitely not Leonard. But here comes Johnny and his little psycho cousin. Bang, bang. Jesse shot. And then, he not just only... just the car. I know I'm not a criminal, and I don't have Look, the that's not gang lines, justice. But I would have just taken the car. I mean... If he refused to give me the car a second time, then you're dead. Or just go up and knife him. Yeah. Injure him. Don't kill him. Wound. Take a hand. A kneecap. Shoot the kneecap. Take a foot. Then you can't drive. Or finger. Yeah. Like the Yakuza. Just start chopping off fingers, man. Yeah. But Johnny shoots him. And in this moment, the Dominic Toretto familia know that Brian is a cop. It has been notified, broadcasted, bada bing, bada boom. Brian's a cop. Brian's been lying. His real last name is Okana, as it should be. Mr. Brian O'Connor. Um, but during this scene and moment, Brian's gets, like sliding into his car, going after Johnny and his cousin, who are on motorcycles, or as they call them in the movie, crotch rockets. <laughs> um, but he goes off, and then Dom is with Mia, and Jesse's bleeding out corpse. And Dom just looks at M- Mia throws up the peace sign, gets in his car, and just flies out. No help for Mia. Just leaving a dead man with your baby sister. I mean, also, I mean, it is presumed that he's dead, like, once they shoot him. Yeah. He might not be dead. Get him an ambulance. He did not get shot in a place where it was going to be immediate death. Mummy was bleeding out. Call somebody. Like... Brian, you're a cop. (laughs) Call call your cop buddies. And be like, hey besties, I need 911 emergency. I like need. You did for Vince. Exactly. But you didn't do for Jesse. Exactly. I mean, in the realm of Jesse, I would like to shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Leon. <laughs> shout out to Leon. I think, honestly, I'll take back my Vin Diesel love and weird obsession. Leon's the hottest one in this movie to me. Leon is and that's because he doesn't speak and third hottest that's like just hot there doing cars 
not talking to me. <laughs> That's the sexiest, the three th sexiest things that a man could do. <laughs> Be hot. Don't talk. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> I mean, I think the ranking of hotness goes Brian. At the top? Yeah, mama. Okay. His hair is perfect in this movie. I can express to you his it's little golden, giving, um, it's giving wavy. Justin ramen noodle. I love Justin Timberlake ramen noodle. Oh, it is so not yeah. though. I I need to address the pod and let them know that I am twenty nine and I cannot let this stand. <laughs> he is so attractive. He goes off and he cuts his hair in the later movies, and it makes me want to cry. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate when a man cuts his hair. But it is Brian. First level hot. Mm. Johnny, second level hot. Okay. Leon, third level hot. I'll, I'll accept that. And then I'm going to put Jesse at number four because he's just so cute and I just want to protect. The motherly instinct comes out and I'm like, baby boy, come home. Come home to mama. I will cook you a nice meal and I will not leave you to bleed out in a street on my sister's lap. He could be my familiar. I also want to say, in race wars where jesse loses his car i also think so we haven't quite addressed race wars and i think this is the perfect yes. time <laughs> for anyone who's never watched the movie to understand that we are not talking about races and race <laughs> we're talking race as in room room yeah i wanted to say that the movie was originally also going to be called race wars i don't i guess it would be like the creator of this movie I don't, he was like on the cast, the title, whatever. He was doing it all in 2000 and 2001. And he was like, okay, we're going to make this movie. It's called Race Wars. And, and they're going to have the Saved by the Bell cast. And they were like, here's two reasons why neither of those things could happen. <laughs> because also, like, as it is explained to me from the internet, he did not pick up on the je ne sais quoi of why you could not call a movie Race Wars. <laughs> He was like, yeah, it's cars. We could call it race wars. Because you're racing. I don't really understand the war aspect of it as much. That's just like a man thing that like everything's a war. Yeah. War. We're always fighting. It's just, I don't look at people racing and. They're in a war right now. Drag racing. They're fighting demons. And say war. I mean. Jesse's fighting demons. <laughs> Brian is definitely fighting demons. Brian's absolutely. Because during the ending of Race Wars, he reveals to Mia, who he has definitely had sexual relations with, that he is a cop. I mean, okay, that's not where I was thinking. I was thinking Brian is fighting demons and the demons are himself. Oh, he's always fighting those demons. <laughs> My man is constantly just in his head fighting demons every day of his life also in the theme of what this movie was supposed to be i have to bring in the chosen the other chosen cast and auditions for this movie <laughs> starting with your favorite timothy oliphant as donald yes! toretto <laughs> so i can't remember i think colin i want to say colin farrell there's a colin that was supposed to be brian first mm <laughs> yes <laughs> Colin Firth as Brian O'Connor but my other favorite even though also not a great guy and that's putting it mildly Eminem as Brian O'Connor 
I think that would have, I mean, okay, look, it's... When did Mile 8 come out? <clears throat> 8 Mile. 8 Mile. <laughs> I am not an Eminem fan. And also a child. 8 Mile. Also that. Please pause while we look up when 8 Mile came out. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. 2002. Okay. So he was trying to do back-to-back fame. Yeah, he was trying to get the bag up. Also, Enya, I should have said this earlier, <clears throat> ADHD, but in the realm of Mia, um, the role of Mia was written for Elijah Dushku. I don't know if you know who she is based on name. I'm sure if you saw I hope her, you can see across our dining room table the absolute emptiness in my eyeballs right now. She's in Buffy. She's, um... Uh-huh. Faith. I don't know if you've gotten mm. to her yet. It does not ring a bell. Anyway, she's like a famous lady. <laughs> she's I believe Buffy. you. She's in a lot of weed and verse stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like kind of of the like 90s and 2000s, like the tomboy bad girl okay. persona. And they wanted her as Mia. I would have loved that. I would have slapped. She said no. <laughs> Well, okay, so my only other thing with this franchise, real quick, is that we see the Toretto's. We see the last name. We see what they're going for. It's obviously a (laughs) Hispanic Latino family. And we have casted the wildest cast members. I was going to say two white people. I forget that Vin Diesel isn't white because he's weirdly tan. And does not know his ethnicity. Yeah. Which is fine. It's not his fault. I'm not saying that like a dig. But he is not Hispanic. And he has said that. Yeah. Which like also weird flex to be like, I don't know what I am, but I can tell you. Definitely not Hispanic. He's the person that that forum is made for when you have to click your race. And at first you have to click not Hispanic or Latino. Yeah. He created that. (laughs) Because he said, I know I'm not Hispanic. A bunch of other stuff though. (laughs) He clicks not Hispanic and then clicks other. Exactly. Dude, I don't know. I just feel like there were so many other options in the early 2000s to choose. It's funny because also in... Could I have George like, Lopez? All of the other roles... Uh, roles? All the other um, actresses that they wanted for Mia, none of them Latina. And that's crazy! One of them, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember her name, but I can see her face in my mind's eye, white blonde girl. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. no I disagree so hard I I think that's I mean in the only in the race wars of the Fast and Furious the racism wars (laughs) I think that might be their only crime but I what casting a non-Lantino cast yeah I mean, I don't really, I can't really remember anyone else that I'm like, this is severely miscast. Because I think Paul Walker makes a great cop. Yeah, he's a white boy. He's a cop. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. He looks like the kind of white boy that I would see at truck meets. Oh, oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. They have no other racism crimes. Mama, Tokyo Drift. 
Yeah, but we're not there yet. I know. I can't, I just was thinking about, okay, in this film, yes, no other racism crimes, but in the realm of the franchise, do not think that I am letting them slide because <laughs> I am not. No. They have a lot of other crimes. They commit a lot of atrocities in these yeah. movies. And, you know. You know, maybe that's why Johnny Tran didn't come back. He said, I saw what you did in Tokyo Drift and I'm never coming back. <laughs> Please don't write me back in. <laughs> I will not show up. <laughs> you wanted to CGI me like Paul Walker. <laughs> God. Um, can't wait to get to that movie. Yikes, yikes, yikes. It's, like, it's a long time, but it's not. It's really not. It's not long enough. That's what I feel. I agree. Especially not to delve into another movie, but realizing how much they CGI'd him. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not to delve into movie that is five movies away six movies i don't remember but they rewrote half of that movie and refilmed half of that movie with the cgi paul walker speaking of rewrites this is going to be my last like talk of the original fast and furious but paul signed on first and he was like heck yeah i love the fast and furious i love car race wars (laughs) (laughs) then diesel hesitantly signed on after they did a lot of rewrites so more of an alpha i can only imagine i absolutely it was has to be he was dating michelle rodriguez at the time he still had stubble hair he wasn't smooth bald yet yeah he wasn't waxing wax on wax off on that bitch yeah so i i don't know i mean I, I really, I would kill for the Fast and the Furious original script. Oh, yeah, the unedited original. I would, I would die for it. I'm like... I would sell my kidneys. I would crack up if in the original one, Dom, like, never killed a man. Like, almost killed a man for his dad. Because also then like he almost kills Johnny. Him. Yeah. During Race Wars. Yeah. What if that just I mean, was never a part of who Dom was? He was just was never aggressive. He was just a chill dude just a pansy and then mia was like the bad girl oh my god mia was the alpha it was a girl boss film oh my god (laughs) i would love that though that would be so iconic i'd say we could rewrite it we can't we'd get copyright soon but i mean yeah we'd get copyrighted so fast i do want to delve into real quick um a that one of my notes for this movie says um oh my god okay never mind i reread it the smoke'em scene Oh, yeah. The absolute cultural importance of this moment. So Brian has just finished souping up his new car. His Supra. His Supra. And so him and Dom are riding top down, tiny sunglasses on, absolutely looking like the hetero, not hetero, but homo. I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) The most homosexual gay husband pairing i mean just beautiful dripping with just riz and pizzazz (laughs) and they're driving down the highway and they pull up to this older man in his little hot bombshell fucking trophy wife bitch i mean i have have no reason to call her a bitch other than (laughs) this bitch (laughs) she's just here and then they pull up and he, I forget what Brian says. What's the market value on that car? There you go. <laughs> and 
my man in the Ferrari goes, it's a Ferrari. More and than he vroom vrooms his little, he revs his little engine. And Brian is like, that's so cute, honey. He his engine. And Dom looks at the Ferrari man. He turns his head to Brian. And in what I can only imagine is like the most gay way. <laughs> I mean, this scene just oozes gay. gay. <laughs> and he looks at him and he goes, he looks at his little cop husband and goes, smoke him. Oh, the way that changed <laughs> me as a child. Oh, my God. So that leads me uh. to who I would prefer to be in relationships in my rewrite of the Fast and Furious, in which everyone is gay. Or at least pansexual, bisexual. Everybody just fucks everyone. But it would be Dom and Brian together forever. Their husbands. I'm sorry, you can't change my mind. And Letty and Mia. I do love Letty and Mia as like a relationship just the powerhouse. I mean, you know I love Brian and Letty. Just Brian and Letty should have been in my heart. But I do love Letty and Mia. Like that would have just been so killer. I think in general and like we've only seen up to like seven i want to say at this point they should just explore more letty and mia not like sexually i would love that but yeah <laughs> but just like in a friendship level like you're related literally yeah like they barely ever speak to i think like in michelle rodriguez's like problems that she said with the franchise is that she like I can't remember what it was but it was something about how she barely ever like she had like one line to George Anna Brewster in like five movies mm-hmm. <clears throat> I bet it doesn't pass the best pass the bed shell test because they don't is that speak. the gay test no okay I forgot that you're a child and you don't know what it is um, <laughs> <laughs> so the bed shell test is a test um it's kind of stupid and like most people nowadays don't really regard it as like the pinnacle of film as it used Mm -hmm. to be like people used to regard it as the pinnacle of feminism but it was like does your movie have two female characters in it talking to each having a conversation that's not about a man yeah yeah okay i do know this test yeah i just blinked on that that was (laughs) what it was named yeah. Okay, yeah, I do know this. I don't think it does. Because they hang out a lot, but they don't speak. I don't think she says a single fucking word to Mia. I mean, honestly, also, Letty is, like, hotter in this movie, and, oh, yeah. she does. Well, okay, she does talk to women, but she mostly talks to women to be like, get off she my She calls them skanks. Yeah. Um, She calls two women at the very beginning skanks. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, I smell skanks. And is it iconic? Yes. Yes. Is it rude? Yes. I feel like the venom in which she says it and knowing that she was dating Vin Diesel at the time is I'm like, he was cheating on you. Was he cheating on you with those extras? I think he was. Yeah. It definitely feels like it. It was venom in her voice. Oh. That was very sexy to me. I'm not on... I'm not editing it out. Thank you so much. The world <laughs> needs to hear me groan as I move my leg. 
Oh, there is something. Not to drag my fellow co-host on this podcast on our first episode, but something that I have written down in my notes is the Dom and Letty sex moment, the sex scene. Um, we We don't have to be here long on this conversation, but I just want to mention that mid watching the movie when that moment comes on i look to my lovely bestie and roommate and i am like i don't remember what i said to start off the conversation but they looked at me and said this moment changed me as a child yeah and i admitted that i used to watch it on youtube (laughs) (laughs) and you know i will say I've looked up a lot of scenes from the Fast and Furious universe on YouTube post movie watch, but it is probably oh, it wasn't like post movie watch. This was in my free time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean same, but it's been the race scenes. Mm. Hmm. Mm, can't yeah. really. Especially in the second movie, I love the second movie. I know it's a hot topic in this household, but we'll get there um, on our next episode. Yeah. Look, that scene changed me, and I think Vin Diesel's hot, and Letty's hot in the movie. She doesn't talk a lot, which is <laughs> adds to her hotness. Her and Leon, that that could have been it. Just two bitches not speaking. Just two bitches who do cars and don't speak to each other. That would have been everything. I will also say, I thought that they were, like, the pinnacle of, ro- of romance at that time. But then, I mean... Not like it wasn't just broken when we rewatched yesterday. Um, I did realize <clears throat> that either they break up or Dom cheats on Letty because the whole reason that Johnny Tran and Dom have beef is because they were doing a business deal and then apparently Dom slept with Johnny Tran's sister. Dom fucked his sister. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, like, absolutely. And also, like, the way that Letty treats other women is definitely uh, I've been burned before and I don't want to be burned again yeah. vibe. Like, it's definitely a Dom has cheated on me once and I need to be ultra alpha female or else he's going to do it again. I would say more than once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the way he just, like, touches women in the movie and talks to them definitely points to, like, very comfortable with expressing his, wow, you're stupidly attractive to other women. And the fact that Letty is, like, super <gasps> about it shows that it's it's happened. My love for Vin Diesel was so much that you said, hey, him expressing, wow, you're stupidly attractive. I thought you were talking about, like, him talking about himself. And I was like, yeah, he is. And Just he should say that. Dom looking Just in the mirror. Just walking up to a woman. <laughs> I'm stupidly attractive. Oh, my God. I thought you meant, like, just him looking at himself in the mirror and being, like, damn bitch you look good (laughs) you are so hot right now oh my god okay that brings me to one of your points i can't wait brian in the first race Mm -hmm. when he's in the car talking to himself yes (laughs) (laughs) so i do have written in my notes that Brian equals Lightning McQueen equals baby. I can't remember what Brian said, but it's essentially the like, I am. He was like, envision the win. I gotta win. I gotta win. He was just like, I have to win. I have to Which win. Which is also so funny because, like, I'm pretty he sure. He doesn't when, win. Yeah, when Lightning McQueen did it, like, he won. No. He tied for the Piston Cup. 
I really love cars. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Disney franchise cars. Um, except for the second one. The second one doesn't exist. But Lightning McQueen is like, I am speed. I am speed. And it's very iconic. Do you think they it was inspired by Brian O'Connor? I don't know. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? I mean, definitely Fast and Furious came first. I would love if the Cars movie took anything. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so Cars came out in 2006. Yeah. Also, there was apparently a movie called The Fast and the Furious in 1954. It wasn't about racing. I don't know what it was about. I didn't look into that. But they, like, bought the title of that film so that they could have it. Because all the other ones, like, it was, like, Race Wars, two other things, or it was going to be The Fast and the Furious. And they were like, we need it to be The Fast and the Furious. Okay, so The Fast and the Furious. This is so off topic. From 1955. A framed man escapes prison and takes a rich woman's jaguar with her in it. After she tries to escape numerous times, they soon develop feelings for each other and enter a road race that ends in Mexico. So it's kind of fast and it's kind of furious yeah. and it's got Stockholm Syndrome. I also, I didn't it's got everything your down. 50s movie needs. But this is like, this whole movie is... I should have written this down and I think I have the article but they said this whole movie is like based off of like one article that was written a while ago like an insider article and it's like talking about racing in LA <clears throat> Rob Cohen he's the guy that wrote it and was like this is race wars my safe by the bell reunion <laughs> they were like no um But yeah, it's all about this article called Racer X, about a street racer and how he started drag racing. Okay. Yeah. So it's the Fast and the Furious true story. I guess, but I mean, so the street racer, I don't know if he's supposed to be Dom or Brian, but like, it's street racer Rafael Estevez, so. (laughs) I'm assuming he's probably going to be Dom. I would hope, but like. If I was that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's like a hard Sigma Alpha dude and he's like, yeah, that's me. I'm proud that's me. But I wouldn't be. <laughs> I also don't feel like he got paid. I feel oh, like he they were definitely like inspired didn't. by, yeah, it's kind of him. That's super cool. Here's no money. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. There's no way. No yeah. way at all. I did not read the article, but like also when I looked into the article, I was like, is there mention of stealing DVD players? <laughs> because that's what this film is supposed to be about, really, is, like, the crime and the stealing of DVD players. Yeah. It's not. Because, like, the whole beginning plot is that Brian is undercover. Yeah. Also, doesn't change his first name. Wild. Love that. Just Brian Spillner. I mean, he, like, he's a generic white guy. He looks like a Brian. He's it's like, very that's true. me. I'm Brian. I mean... I mean, I honestly, though, he could be Jake, Luke, Tom. Cole. <laughs> Cole, can you imagine? <laughs> this Cole is Spilmer. Cole O'Brien. <laughs> Cole O'Connor. But he starts this movie as a little undercover cop. Mm-hmm. And 
his whole thing is to bust the street racers who are stealing DVD players from truckers. One thing I was going to say also about the DVD players is, like, Dom has some shit in his car that, like, it's not a DVD player, but, like, it looks like the DVD players that they, like, realize that are stolen later. So I'm like, is he selling this stuff to people for them to, like, mod the DVD players and put it in their car so it can, like, do car stuff? I don't know. So that was my other thought, is that... I should. Are they taking the DVD players, stripping them for yeah. parts, and like stripping them specifically for those electronic parts? Yeah. And like modding their cars with them. How many people are drag racing and need DVD player parts? That's my other thing. I mean, because I then also, in the movie, Brian and the gang, um, Dom and Vince, go into Johnny Trans. Yeah. And he has, he has a huge wall of these fucking DVD players. They're all Why are, did he purchase so many DVD players <laughs> legally? What's the point? I put don't get it. He's going to put them in all of his cars. Are, I mean, are they just watching DVDs in the car? They are Hop in the minivan. Let's go. We're going cross country. They are pimping their rides with the DVD players. Because that was my another thing when I saw the ones, because I had a car DVD player when I was a youth. <laughs> I wish you could all see the look that Meredith just gave me. She's very jealous. I mean, like, did it play a DVD? Yeah. Was it like one of those, like, you put the screen on the back of the headrest? No. It was just like a portable DVD player. Oh. Like... Um, yeah, my mom got my brother a portable DVD player like two years ago for Christmas. <clears throat> I don't know why. I was like, I have questions. <laughs> I have questions about that. <laughs> but I had a portable DVD player. I played Mean Girls on it only, and it made me sick in the car. But <laughs> it looked like the ones that Johnny Tran had in his, um, I want to say studio. That's not what it's called. Garage. His garage. In his garage. So I'm like... Are they selling portable DVD players? The ones that were in the trucks were not the portable ones. I so maybe Johnny just had different DVD players. He's selling them to all the families that he knows. Yeah. That have kids that want to watch. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> the back of the car. Get He's selling set. them to the people who want to watch Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, I just always thought that people who had DVD players were rich and fancy. We were not. We were... I was never allowed. I was like, I'm pretty sure at one point we were on food stamps. I could correct me if I'm wrong, mother. But we were very close. But we did also have a portable DVD player in the car. In our Volvo with peeling paint. Sorry for putting on blast mom. It was probably a gift. But I don't know. Maybe Johnny Tran gave it to me. But I will also say, in the realm of my mom and Fast and Furious, I do want to... Oh my god, yeah. shout out to the Skyline! Yeah, apparently my mom had the Nissan Skyline um, when I was a youth. I don't, like, I want to say I remember it, but also I don't, I don't know uh, if it was the one my dad crashed. I don't know if she had it long term, but I will say, when I was dating a previous guy... And my mom was like, oh, yeah, I had that car. He was like, you had the Nissan Skyline. You had the Fast and Furious car. So now I just tell everybody that my mom had the Nissan Skyline. 
I would love a Nissan Skyline. I think they're really cute. I think they are too. Also, when I had a dumb moment in um, the drag racing when Johnny Tran had the 2000 Honda and Jesse was like, he's got a 2000 Honda. I can take him. I was like, hell yeah, you can, Jesse. That car sucks. And then I was like, this is 2001. (laughs) And I wonder, because also... This is a brand new Honda. I assume that Jesse, like, didn't know who he was racing. I hope. So... I was going to talk about this. I hope, but also, every time Johnny is in a car, it is in the car that he races with. That's the only car we ever see him in. (laughs) We see him on his motorcycle or in that car. So I think Jesse just was having a little moment. He has no thoughts. A little dumb moment. A little too much good kush. And just blinked. Because there's no way he didn't know. That's the only car that you ever see Johnny drive. I mean, because also it doesn't look... Because he's like, it's a 2000 Honda. I'm going to smoke him. He doesn't say I'm going to smoke him. But that's the vibe. Um, But I'm like, it's 2001. And then when you see the car... Because I assume like you would see the car. Yeah. Before you race them at least. I don't know. I mean, they pulled up next to each other. Yeah. Also, Johnny's car had, like, a bunch of decals on the side that were, like, very obvious, like... This is Johnny. His name is stamped on it. This is Johnny Tran's property. Return to Johnny Tran. I mean, it was borderline that. Yeah. Borderline that. Yeah. So, like, I think our man, Jesse, was just having a little moment. I mean, yeah, he's dumb. Because then also his friend came up and was like, yo, dude, that's fucking Johnny Tran. What are you doing? He could have backed out. Also, like, nobody... So, like, you know, I'm not going to put Leon on this. I'm going to put Dom on this because he's the father figure of the team. Um, Nobody pulled him out. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, I'm going to race Johnny Tran, blah, blah, blah. And Leon's like, don't do this, man. And he's the only one that's like, don't do it. Yeah. And then he just goes off and does it. And then they have to be like, oh, Dom, he just raced Johnny Tran. And also... The entire, like, aspect of Fast and Furious is Dom being like, it's not the car, it's the racer. Yep. He could have just jumped in for Jesse. Yeah. He could have just raced for Jesse, could have saved his life. Everyone's happy. I mean, and that's why he has a familia now. He learned. Because Jesse was his familia that he did not protect. Or call 911 for <laughs> Once he got shot. I mean, my man Dom was just in the business of putting everyone's life in danger. And not thinking about it. I also, like, they may address this later. But they definitely don't in this film, so I'm gonna bring it up now. Where's their mom? Like, Dom's? Yeah. I don't think they ever address it. Like, you know. Maybe in the 10th film. The one that's coming out. Because they're... Secret brother. They got siblings. They got another child. Another brother named Jacob with a K. Yeah. So maybe they'll be like, this is what happened to mom. I think they do, actually. They do bring up the mom. But, like, in this one, they don't even, like, bring up the fact that, like, someone gave birth to them. 
Like, it's like, Not at all. my dad used to be a racer, and he had this car. It's like, somebody's in the background, like, what about your mom? It's like, anyway, my, my who? dad. What's a mom? My father, who I love very much. My father, who was my mom. <laughs> he acted as both. Really cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, she could. you could have said she left. Yeah. She dipped. She doesn't she... have to be, like, the bomb. It's just yeah. like, hey, someone pushed both of you out. Who is that? <laughs> Who was that person? <laughs> Unless they all have different moms. I think, because I looked this up on the Fast and Furious wiki, which exists, um, Brian and... Brian. I always said Brian and Mia have the same mom. <laughs> Dom and Mia have the same mom. Oh my god. Yeah. Brian and Mia do not have the same mom. <laughs> as far as I know. I mean... We hope. We pray. One of us may be okay with okay. it being closer. Okay. We're not getting into that. We're not getting into that here. <laughs> not on this one. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think also, in terms of parents, I think they don't really bring up Brian's parents either. Only later, yeah. when like Mia gets pregnant, he's like, yeah, I had a dad and he sucked. That's it. I feel like they bring it up in the second movie. Okay. When um, he goes and, like, introduces his little FBI friend to... Oh, my God, what's his name? Our boyfriend. Yes. I can't remember his name in the movies. Um, I can remember the other two's name, Tej and Ramsey, but I can't remember our boyfriend's name. Yeah, same. Um, but when they rekindle their bromance... Yeah. The bromance of the century. Oh, because, like, they knew each other as kids. Yeah. I think yeah. he briefly talks about his dad, but I think it's very canonic that his dad was an asshole. Yeah. No moms. No moms in Fast and Furious. Moms don't exist in Fast and Furious. <laughs> I mean, if they did, they would all be better off, so... Yeah. Dude, you gotta have no... No women in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't... This franchise wouldn't exist. Yeah. Dude. It wouldn't have be as popular. And speaking of people being stupid, um, <laughs> I have to address, not you, so don't get scared. This is about me. I'm terrified. Um, this is about what I thought a 10-second car was. <laughs> 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 because in the end, and I mean... Throughout the movie. Throughout the movie, 10-second car. Like, Brian owes Dom a 10-second car. It's one of the big plot points. You know, that's why he gives him the car at the end. Yeah. Um, I thought a 10 second car was a get a bay car. I thought it was a car that you drove, not literally for 10 seconds. No, literally. No, not no, literally. No, no, they, they mean literally. I mean like. They, I'm looking at them in the eyes right now, and I looked at them in the eyes <laughs> last night when we watched this movie. They mean literally. Like, I was thinking like a 10 minute car. Like a car that like, it was a junker that you could just use to get away from the crime scene. And then dump it somewhere. And I was, and I, because I was questioning, which made me look into it, what a 10 second car really was, um, <laughs> which is a car that gets up to like 110 seconds or whatever. Zero to 60. Yeah. Um, I was like, why would you want a 10 second car that bad? Like, why is this the theme of the film that he wants a 10 second car? It's just a getaway car. Like, it's a <laughs> junk car. Why does Dom want one so bad? (laughs) 
I needed to um, call myself out for that one. You know, I had forgotten about it until you. Oh, it was in my notes to just bring up what I thought it Because I also, like, this is recent that I learned what a 10 second car was. Like, within the past two years. Like, I've seen, I had seen probably seven movies before I learned what a 10 second car was. Seven Fast and Furious movies. Seven movies. (laughs) I was like, just. The most random seven movies. <laughs> Just watching Lord of the Rings, being like, I figured it out. I know what a 10 second car is. <laughs> My last one is about Brian giving Dom the keys and <clears throat> the 10 second car. Um, but really, my note here is just Brian wins the race. He does. Which I also didn't know until this year. This watch when I was looking up IMDb. Trivia. 24 hours ago? Yeah. Brian wins the race. I think it's the only race he wins against Dom. I thought you were going to say in the whole series. No, he wins. Wins. He He wins. (laughs) He rinses Dom in this race. He wins his races in the second movie. It's because Dom taught him how. It's because Dom's not there. He taught him that it's not about the car. The car, it's it's about about the the racer. Yeah, I was like, I already forgot. It's about the racer. Why he wins. But yeah, that's really my only note is that Brian wins the race. Well... On that note, I hope everyone has enjoyed this. <laughs> Shout out to Honda Civics, the real main character of this movie. Yeah. And always remember, folks, ladies, gays, theys, gents, and everyone in between and under the sun, I live my life a quarter of a mile at a time. Good night and God bless. <laughs> <laughs>